This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 321, The Best Diet in the World, by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com, and I'm Dr. Neil. Hello, happy Monday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and more. This is just like an audiobook, but it's from a bunch of different authors. And then on Fridays, I answer your questions right here on the show. That's my favorite part of the week, so definitely keep sending in those questions. All right, I'm gonna keep this short. Let's jump right into today's post and start optimizing your life. The Best Diet in the World by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. Today, I'm writing about my favorite diet, but it's probably not what you're thinking. If you're an avid fitness enthusiast, you're probably reading other trainers' emails and articles too. If that's the case, I'm sure you've been told to eat this, not that, or to stay away from this particular ingredient or food group if your goal is fat loss or muscle gain or whatever. You may have been told to eat like your ancestors or like the Inuit. The good news is that I'm not gonna tell you how to eat today. I'm here to give you a fresh perspective. But first, let me share with you a story. On March 1st, I decided to go on a social media diet. Primarily, I wanted to remove myself from Facebook land for a while. My reasons were many, but the main one was to free up some of the time I normally wasted on the website. It's pretty addictive, you know? I also wanted to use some of this extra time to read, reflect, and write. I did some journaling, worked on a killer blog post, and even began working on a few new products. I managed to stay away from Facebook for a total of 30 days, and it was rather refreshing. I got a lot done, went on a mini vacation, and just felt more connected to those outside of the internet. I wrote an article on being mindful with your training and nutrition when I encourage readers to slow down when eating their meals, remove distractions, and actually focus on food for once. And that's what I did, all week long in Boston. I enjoyed a lot of my meals out with friends, and I ate a bunch of different foods. I could live in Chinatown due to their amazing restaurants, by the way. I went to Eagle's Deli with one of my best buddies, Raj Law, and killed a burger while I watched him eat about three pounds of meat. No joke, the boy can't eat, and hot dogs were involved. It was refreshing, and coupled with my steady meditation and mindfulness practice, I truly learned to appreciate food again. Okay, end of story time. Back to reality. And then on the 30th of March, I returned to Facebook. Suddenly, I was flooded with motivational quote posters about supposed healthy eating and what you should do if you want to reach a certain goal. You know, the typical advice of cut out grains, carbs, gluten, berries, milk, insert typical here. It seems everyone is pushing some agenda to get you into their mold and what they feel is the idealistic diet. So now, it's time for me to push mine onto you. I call it the everything goes diet. It's not really paleo or South Beach or primal or whatever. In fact, there really isn't a name. You could call it eating well. I don't like to be negative, but it puts me into a funk when someone suggests eating only a certain way and never presents an alternative, or even worse, suggests that every other method is inferior. In fact, just to pick on paleo, there are so many variations. How do you know which one is optimal or ideal? Maybe you once heard that white rice is horrible for you and a surefire way to get diabetes. But what about the people in Japan who sustain themselves for thousands of years on rice as their primary carb source? Or maybe your trainer or favorite guru told you that fruit is to be done on a fat loss diet because they misinterpreted a fructose study performed on rats. 
Or perhaps someone told you gluten and grains are slowly killing you, making you inflamed. But when looking at the data, only a small percentage of the population is negatively affected by grains and an even smaller percentage by gluten. Look, I have nothing to sell you here. Well, accept an idea. That idea is to open your mind and realize there's no perfect diet. I've done a lot of reading, testing, researching, and my conclusion is this. As fitness enthusiasts, we worry way too much about finding the perfect diet solution. Let go of the idealist mindset. This is stressful. Your thoughts and feelings about food matter. The beliefs you have about certain foods being bad or good will affect the way you go about your life and how you eat, and as a result, how you function both physically and mentally. I'm not saying that food sources and micronutrients don't matter, far from it. But avoiding milk because some guru told you it magically makes you fat is a horrible choice because it's proven to be a great source of protein and calcium, both of which are essential to your daily function and well-being. Can you get these nutrients elsewhere? Yes. But if you have no aversion or allergy to dairy, there's no reason to remove it from your diet. The same goes for all diets that suggest you avoid certain food groups. Unless there's a die-hard health reason for you to avoid something, I'd encourage you to rethink your reasoning for food abstinence. Again, nutrients and food sources matter. I'm not advocating a diet full of junk food, but not suggesting you avoid it altogether either. In fact, some foods can actually pack a punch of micronutrients in one hit, especially if you've been limiting your intake to certain foods lower in various nutrients. Another example is the fitness person who's told to avoid sodium for whatever purpose. Sodium is a nutrient you need, especially if your diet is full of food naturally low in sodium. Many quote-unquote clean diets come to mind here. Sodium is important for a variety of reasons. One being is that it helps support metabolism. Now, I'm not talking about the standard American diet that's loaded with salt. We're talking about the diets of in-the-know fitness people here, pretty much devoid of traditional fast food. A quick way to get a lot of sodium at once is a burger or a slice of pizza, or by preparing one of your favorite dishes with some added salt. And guess what? It will likely taste better. Or be like me and get a bowl of pho and be done with it. The last thing you need is a diet plan that is restrictive and lacking in variety. Believing that food avoidance is the holy grail to health and better living, or even a better body, is short-sighted at best. There's a time and place for everything, but if you're living based on fear instead of hard data or practical application, I am truly sorry for your lots. And you heard right, I'm truly sorry for your lots, not loss. Quick side note, JC mentioned that this is not a typo, he got this line from a famous internet meme, and he admits he spent way too much time on the internet. Back to the post. Remember that how you feel about food will affect your habits and beliefs. Those beliefs will actually affect how you live. Are your beliefs based on science and common sense, or are they based on the agenda of some guru trying to make you fit their mold? You just listened to the post titled The Best Diet in the World by J.C. Dean of jcdfitness.com. Here's something that I want you to ask yourselves anytime somebody recommends you cut out a food group or remove something from your diet. They may cite certain studies. They may say, oh, I read this book called Wheat Belly or Grain Brain, and there was all this research that said you need to get rid of this and this food from your diet because it leads to fill in the blank. Here's what I want you to ask them when they tell you these things. How many studies show the exact opposite of what you're saying? Meaning, how many studies have shown that wheat or grain actually improves health? 
What you need to think about is many people have a platform, meaning they have a particular stance that they're trying to promote. This happens with many authors of books. You can't really get anything published unless you have what's called a platform. You are paleo, or you believe wheat causes health problems. If you don't have a particular angle, it's hard to get anything published. I know it's unfortunate. So as you're reading these books or you're hearing this advice, always ask, well, how many studies show the exact opposite to be true? And I think that's what JC is trying to say in this post, and I would completely agree. Look at the data, look at the science, listen to this podcast, because that's what I try and do for you, and think for yourself. And what we're learning when we look at the data, not just picking on wheat belly or grain brain, when we try and remove food groups, it's really hard for us, especially if it's a food group we like. So if you like dairy and you try and limit it because you think it leads to inflammation, well, chances are you're gonna cave at some point and you're just gonna go crazy with the ice cream. So enjoy your foods, but of course, in moderation. Now, don't forget, we have four other podcasts where we narrate blogs for you. We cover a bunch of different topics. To subscribe to those, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this show. Thank you in advance for doing that. Thank you for being here every day, listening all the way to the end. Thank you for being a subscriber. I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.